Frankie, we did it. We fucking did it, Jackie. We We fucking did it. Let's go, baby. This is the Bears, the Bear With Us podcast. I'm Jack. He's Frank. The Bears just lost to the Minnesota Vikings. Why are you guys doing a post-game show? Because in case you didn't just hear the intro, the Bears secure the first overall pick for the first time since 1947. Frankie? You're goddamn right they did. You are goddamn right they did, Jackie. I couldn't be more fucking ecstatic because I called it. Because I fucking called it. You You lost faith. You and everybody out there looked at Sam Ellinger and thought he was going to fucking get them the victory. Four minutes left. They're up by seven. What do I say, Jackie? I say the Colts. There's the text right there. I say, the. well, it's it's not. uh, Oh, it didn't focus? Yeah, it didn't focus. See if I can get it to focus. I don't know if it will. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Fourth right and twelve. Yep. And that's uh, that is I can confirm. That's at two fifty one. Yep. So I called you, it. If you're like, I oh, you guys just texted after that. And they're going for two, and they're <laughs> fucking getting it. How how unlikely was the touchdown though? That was insane. Fourth and twenty, and I, there's there's no chance. And before that, they had a they had a very a similar. I think it was like fourth and 13 or something like that. Davis Mills, the go to Brandon Cooks, drilling it to Brandon Cooks. I I am <laughs> beyond ecstatic right now. And I, I was sitting I was sitting here thinking because like it's not that we have the first pick and it's like, oh, maybe Bryce Young is the answer. It's I mean, this is I, 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 probably the way that the Jaguars fans felt last year, but they want to just go with Trayvon Walker. But it's like you have your guy. Yeah. Now you just get to build. Like now this ensures that the Bears get to trade back. Because if you remember, when we were talking about the number two pick, we were like, ah, like, you know, it's it's sort of Bryce Young, and then everyone else seems sort of wishy-washy. Like, is Will Levis good enough? Is CJ Stroud good enough? No, we, we don't have to have that debate anymore if anyone's gonna want to trade up with us. Yeah. Like, and and if this something is it. if something does happen where, you know, throughout the draft process. You know, it becomes clear that Will Anderson is is like he's the Miles Garrett of this draft class. Then you take him at one. You don't have to worry yep. about well, you know, does does Lovey Smith and the Houston Texans want to get a little little goofy here and 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 take uh, Will Anderson? You have you have the most cap space with a hundred plus million dollars. You have a franchise quarterback, and I'm not going to let anybody say anything this today. All right, we're not doing the Bryce Young to the Bears thing. We're not doing the well. They got they have the running back. They need a quarterback. Fuck fuck off. The Bears are in the best spot they have been to build a con- a consistent contender, not just a one and done, not just a oh you know we might make the playoffs. This is a legitimate opportunity to build a sustained winner yep this is it yeah and 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 they have to get it right let's let's you know we we've talked a little bit and we'll continue talking about this in regards to ryan poles throughout the offseason this is they have to get it right but there is no better opportunity than this was by far the most ideal off or just in-season thing that could have happened for this team moving forward. Well, and that's, and if you remember Jack, <clears throat> when we were pondering in the off season, cause, cause let's make no mistake and let's not act like we thought we would, they would be this bad. We thought five wins was the floor. 
nine wins if you get super lucky. So we landed in the middle six or seven, right? Yeah. Um, because our train of thought was, we think Justin's going to take the steps that we needed to see in him, like he did. But then it like the the question comes up is, well, if he takes these steps, how the fuck are they going to, you know, be in position to have a top five pick? And that's to add on to your point right now, this is the perfect scenario. I, and I, on a multitude of levels, I was also thinking the other day, I was like, remember, I was like, imagine if this team lucks out and gets like seven wins and this front office and this regime thinks they're closer to what, you know, to like being a playoff contender than what they really are. And like that, that was one of our fears going into the years. Like if we're going to stink, just fucking stink. Don't win games. You're not supposed to don't, you know what I mean? Like um, be that sneaky team in the end that wins the last three games. Cause it's like, you're not only you're knocking yourself out of position, you're sort of, you, you might keep guys who otherwise suck the whole year. And we've seen this happen before. So this was like a pretty rational fear from a bears fan. And we avoided that scenario too. So it's like, we got to see Justin develop. We got to see him show that he is the guy for this team. And now we have the keys to the castle. Yeah, Th This is it. Just, and, and, and like, I, I didn't even ponder what you had said earlier. I was just thinking about the scenario of trading back, but you're right. Let's just say CJ Shroud and Bryce Young and Will Levis and all these dudes who are in contention to be top 10 quarterbacks in this draft. Let's just say their stock plummets. Let's say it looks like last year and the first pick, the first quarterback off the board isn't until the teens or whatever, you know, Kenny was, was taken. Doesn't matter. There's elite defensive talent here that we can take. Yeah. And not for nothing. I wouldn't be, even if it is the quarterbacks that go down, that this would be a little bit of a blow. But someone will trade up to get Will Anderson, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, unless, again, if you think Will Anderson is all pro, you know, type type guy, superstar defensive end, then you almost just have to take him at one. But the, the thing that this does is it allows for options. And and I think that we're going to really get to see what kind of GM Ryan Poles really is, what kind of shrewd uh, GM he, he really is. You know, as excited as I am, Frank, one thing that kind of sucks is we'd have two, essentially two first round picks if I we know. hadn't traded for Chase Claypool, because now we'd have the 32nd overall pick uh, because of the, the Dolphins forfeiting their first round pick this year. That, that, that stings a little bit, stings a little bit. But if you're able to trade back with the Texans from one to two, you know, and they gave, give you their second round pick, then you get Chase Clay, you get... Chase Claypool and a top 30, uh, uh, you know, the 33rd overall pick. That's not bad. That's, yeah. that's basically a wash at that point. Just again, just, just because move. you were able to move up and maybe you also get their first round pick next year. This is huge, Frank. This is, yep. this should not just be overlooked. I, I, we didn't talk about it a ton, uh, in terms of the implications it could have, because I don't think you were, I really thought this was a legitimate thing that could happen. Sure. Did we think the bears were going to lose the Vikings? Yeah, absolutely. But did we really think the Texans were going to beat this team? Jackie, I really thought it, I'm not going to lie to you. The last episode <laughs> it, I, I, I embellished, but the Colts are not good. The Texans yeah. have looked better than them for the better part of a month. Well, so, and, and Frank, this is kind of a, an interesting thing to, to really think about as, as things go forward. Cause a lot of people will be like, well, why, why did Lovey Smith win this game? If Lovey Smith, if the Texans made it clear to him that he was going to be fired either way, that's a terrible, that was a bad idea. Because you're only giving your coach ammunition. Why, why, why does he care? That's more, that's, that's another win on his record. That shows other teams 
look what I was able to do when no one thought we had a chance to win. Why would he go out there and lose for the franchise on purpose if he's not going to be around? Who cares? I also think, though, Jack, the, uh, pe- people, like, they talk about the tank and things. Um, and and f- from a coaching and front office standpoint, there are measures you can tank to ensure that you that you are giving yourself the best chance to lose a ball game. But try explaining that to people who are fighting for their you know, their, their NFL lives, a lot of these guys. And, and, you know, we were talking about this with the bears is like, the one thing we want to keep track of is like, how many of these guys are going to be in the XFL or the USFL next year, just to show how bad this team was that Ryan Poles inherited. Um, and it's the same thing for, for the Texans and every other team playing for non playoff reasons. They need to get good film on tape. They don't give a fuck about what the Texans do next year. Cause they're probably not going to be there. And if they are there, it's cause they played well this game or, or, you know, well, this was another game in which they played well in, well in. Um, like you're not selling the players on a pick that most of them do not care. It's they're, they're there to win. And so anyone who's saying that, um, and it, it may sound contradictory cause we're very excited that the bears lost. I, I, I do think the bears tried, they just fucking suck. So they, they lost, you know what I mean? And I mean, like everyone out. Yeah, today? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone out there is trying to win. So, you know, Texans fans who are going to give Lovey a lot of grief and maybe we would have as well on the flip end, but it's like the, the reality of the situation uh, is the players themselves are not trying to lose games. I I, I don't know what, what was going on with the Colts uh, on that last drive there. I'm not sure if the, if the Colts were like, well, we don't want the Texans to have our number one pick either. We don't want to face uh, Bryce young, you know, if we don't have to. So let's try and uh, let's try and get him out of here. So um, no, Frank, I mean, this is, this is, this is perfect. This is the absolute perfect offseason to be going into. Um, obviously, I would love if the Bears maybe had uh, some more opportunities to get some top-end wide receiver talent in the free agent market. Like, there's not even a Christian Kirk in, in this free in this wide receiver class right now. Like, yeah. that's that's kind of the unfortunate part. But I mean, look, we saw what the what the Jaguars were able to do once they got things rolling. They invested big money. Uh, a lot of draft capital into Trevor Lawrence and and that team got him the right head coach. That was a good fit. And boom, they're in the playoffs one year later. There's no reason to think that the Bears can't do that as well. They invest, yeah. obviously, draft picks into the defense, offensive line, whatever it's going to be. Uh, they're going to spend a lot of money on the offensive line. I, I, can, I can promise you that is going to happen. This team will look a lot different next year. Are they going to Agreed. make the playoffs at, at nine and eight, you know, seven and eight or seven, eight and one, whatever, seven and nine, who knows? But this team will look a lot better. will look a lot more competitive going into next year. There, there's no way they're not. Totally agreed. And, and the same is to be said about the defensive line. If this offseason it was, was sort of a sign of anything, they're looking to invest in both trenches. I mean, we, we continue to bring up Larry Joby and what happened in that situation. They're not going to shy away. And and I think the one the one quote that gets sort of taken out of context is with Ryan Poles when he talked about like you have to overpay in free agency. I don't think he's saying he's against that. I think he's just acknowledging that that's what you have to do and that they weren't in position not only cap-wise this past year, but just where they were as a, as a full team. So he understands when he does dip into that pool, he's going to overpay somebody. It is what it is, but that's how you have to get free agent talent over because prices just go up once they hit the market. Um, so with a lot of money to spend, I'm expecting him to make a couple of splashes and bold trenches th- uh, this, this year. Also wouldn't shock me to trade for a wide receiver 
or two. I mean, there, there's just holes everywhere. And and that's exactly why having a number one pick and hopefully being able to trade back to, to continue to, to get more picks this year and next year. We're, uh, we're right. in the driver's seat here, Jackie. Exactly. We are. We are. And we'll, we'll obviously continue uh, to discuss this as we go throughout the podcast. Of course, next week, this is predominantly what we'll be talking about. Now we were just going to talk about playoff teams, but now we can talk a little bit more about what we want to see from the bears, because I think, Frank, something that shouldn't be understated is just the fact that teams that would be looking to trade up for quarterbacks, the Panthers, the Colts, uh, the the Jets, you know, if, if that's going to be, they're probably a little too far back, but uh, who knows, you know, teams, teams like that, right. That don't have the exact answer at quarterback. They were going to go into the off season thinking, well, there's no way we're trading up, right? Like maybe we can trade up to the number two spot to get the second best quarterback. Cause it was pretty much locked in that the Texans were going to take the best quarterback prospect, you know, regardless of who it ends up being, whether that's CJ Stroud or Bryce young at this point, but now teams are going to be looking at that and saying, we have a chance to jump the Texans to get Bryce young. If that's who they, you know, or yep. just whoever they think is the best quarterback, what do we have to give up? It's a much better position to be in than, well, you know, do we really want to trade all the way up for the number two quarterback? That's a, it's a huge yeah. difference. It's a Agreed. huge, huge, huge difference. And I mean, I know people are going to talk, so, you know, we're already starting to see it. Packers fans hoping the Bears draft Bryce Young or, you know, they, the, a lot of Bears fans are, well, now we can get a real quarter. Like, it's not going to happen. Justin Fields yeah, that's... is the guy. They're going to invest in him. And and again, one last thing I want to say, Frank, regarding the spending, uh, I, I expect a majority of the money to spend. I don't think all of the money will be spent this right. season. Because that well, there's no need. You can carry that into next year when maybe the free agent class is a little bit better, a little bit different. Yeah, you can carry. You can carry, I think, is it 60 yeah, I think 60 so. mil or 50 mil, something like that. I mean, and, and to be honest with you, I think at that point you're looking at a trade asset as well, because um, next year, hopefully we're in a position where we can trade a first to get a big time playmaker if we still need one at that point. Um, so cap isn't, you know, isn't only for free agency. We saw it with Devontae Adams over Tyreek Hill. You get traded for then you get a big contract because they had the cap space to do that. So again, I mean, th- th- this, just like you said, I, and I think it's a proper way to end the episode. This isn't a guarantee of anything. This isn't us saying we're going to be contenders immediately. And but this is the best situation that any bears GM in our lifetime has ever been to really build something to really actually build something. And that's exciting. If you're a bears fan and you're not excited about this right now, or you're, you're looking to draft another quarterback, just, you know, stop watch basketball until <laughs> in baseball until next like September when, when games start again, because that that's, that's, what's going to get exhausting. It's just a, a bunch of bozos coming, you know, whether they're trolling or not just with those yeah. stupid talking points. And we're going to continue to talk about this through and through, um, you know, it's got a little bit more intriguing. I'll say that, but uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Successful season, Frank. That's what I'll call this. Fuck. Yeah. Was it fun? Yeah, there were some fun moments. I had a good time. And I had a good time today. It was absolutely incredible. So thank you guys for listening. We'll be back uh, at the normal time for the podcast this week. We'll touch a little bit more on the Bears getting the number one pick. And, of course, we'll touch a little on that Vikings loss because there's little nuggets here and there that that, that we can talk about. But uh, and, we'll, and we'll talk a little more playoff football. So thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you a little bit later this week. Later, Jackie. Later, everybody.
Everybody love everybody!